second time this week. <laughs> and it's so goddamn early. I cannot believe we're recording this early. It's 10.50 in the morning. Oh, I'm dying. Early. On 8.16. Oh, God. So I will take 80% of this blame and 20% of it I'm blaming on Pro Tools. <laughs> we lost episode four. It is gone forever. Lost Go to on. the ether. Lost to the ether. The cloud has that. So we finished recording <laughs> Wednesday night. Well, actually, early Thursday morning is when we finished. Mm-hmm. And you guys are like, I'm heading home, I'm tired. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll see you guys later. And I was like, you know what? I can walk away for 10 minutes and make myself a little PB&J and come back to this in a few minutes. Yeah, PB&J never hurt anybody. Yeah, right? Never. No, wrong. A PB&J hurt us. <laughs> I was like, all right, let me... I'm going to watch some Neogenesis Evangelion, fucking have me a PBJ, life is going to be good. And I'm like, turn off some lights because it's late. I'm like, and the the high glow of the PC is like blinding me. So I'm like, all right, let me get up. Let me go lock the screen, be done with it. And I get back and there's a box just sitting in Pro Tools saying, the owner of the project, close the project, all data will be lost. And I was like, no, 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 <laughs> no. And my only options were okay or X the box. So I was like, well, I'm not hitting okay. I'm not agreeing to this in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> I'm not saying so I'm going to hit X. <laughs> and I hit X and it locks up, goes not responding, and crashes. And all the audio is gone. I was up till 3 30 mm. in the morning, digging through files, looking through forums, trying to find out what the hell happened. And I couldn't really find anything. And I was like, all right, I'm exhausted. Let me just go to bed, walk away from the problem. I'll hit it again in the morning. Get up. Find some more forums. Find the right information this time. You know, using the right Google searching. And I found where it keeps all the cached files. And I go there, and our episode is not there. Only the last, only only one, two, and three are sitting in there. And I was like, you piece of shit software. God, I hate it so much. I was was warned. I was warned by the audio guy at Sam Ash that (laughs) it fucking sucked. I was like, ah, well, we're already using it. It's fine. No. Done with it. Guess what we're using now, guys? We're using Ableton Live 10. That's right. Whoop. Fuck Pro Tools. Fuck Pro Tools. It already looks better as it is. It has nice like tutorials nice, as nice well. Nice tutorials. It has multiple backup save features has, built right into it. It's good for your eyes. It has good for dark eyes, mode. Dark mode. It's so it was so easy to set up. Took me two hours to learn. All right. The disaster striked. This is episode five. We're, we are audio experts now. We are audio. Yep. Yeah, we we've, not, we've learned the hard way. We will not have any sort of disasters ever again ain't trying to lose no episodes ever again. knocking on wood <laughs> you know I, I i've been on other podcasts even my own old one no guarantees we did lose an episode probably three quarters of the way into the history of oh. it and it was because we lost power in the middle of the show that's why everything all the important gear is on a ups now having learned that lesson now having learned this hard lesson that ain't happening again. My butt doesn't leave this seat until there's a s- multiple save locations done. <laughs> I don't care if you guys are like, the house is on fire. Don't care. <laughs> save, 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 save. Control S. <laughs> Not doing it. <laughs> All right. So we're just saying, fuck it. Four's gone. We're going to try to redo the content and call this episode five and just be, it'll be the history of the show. Fuck it. So as you may have already heard, we are fully staffed. We got all three of us in. This is the lineup for fourth and dirty. Boop, boop. Sit into my left. The man, the myth, the legend. He was on episode one. Evan. Yo, what's good? Good to be back. Good to talk about football because shit, we got a few more weeks and that's all we fucking talking about for the next six fucking months. 
Exactly. Can't wait. Every fucking one. And you know him. You love him. The Kokomish. Adam. Yo, what up, guys? How you doing? It's so early, guys. <laughs> yeah, you could you can hear my coffee is now just are... starting to kick in, and I feel like I still don't have the same energy as I had on the actual show we recorded. I oh. I I, uh, I drank my last bang yesterday, so I don't have my two and a half cups of coffee per drink oh, right shit. in me right now. So my energy level is gonna be a little bit low, but I will do my best. We'll figure it out. It may not be our best show, but we'll figure it out. Um, slowly. Some other things we are getting the website rebuilt you have been on there you obviously know that it looks very familiar to it, my old podcast because uh, guess what i took it over and it's mine I do what i want with it so thanks to adam's wife bella she is doing this for free <laughs> so we will take what we can get and just bear with us you know we got a uh, pardon our dust kind of stuff going on but check out fourth and that's where you get all your episodes currently until we get uh these rss feeds all built up and then uh the last thing for show news is we got to figure out a day. So we've been discussing like off air, this is the right term. Uh, yeah. What day is the best day? We're thinking maybe a once a week show is probably what we want to do. Um, so our, the general during the season events that happen, we have Thursday night football. Then we got Sunday all day. That's, the, that's the main event. All that's, day. That's, that's what we live for. And we got Monday night football. Mm. And then <clears throat> for fantasy football, the big day is Tuesday going into Wednesday night. We got waiver claims. So we were thinking we would probably do a Monday night show, maybe even during the Monday night game. And then maybe release like a little side article. They're like, ah, here's what you missed. If it's even remotely relevant, because you guys need the waiver information for who's popping off Thursday and Sunday. We can probably put that in like maybe the show notes or yeah, maybe we can add that as like just a little quick addendum on the post on the website. Like, but let us know if there's a you think there's a better day we can do this. Let us know. You know, we all do have jobs except for me, and <laughs> for the moment, but we'll figure it out. So, in terms of our local leagues, if you are in the boys in stripes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, you are. get your keepers in. Now that it's the 16th, you have 24 hours, a little over 24 hours to get that fucking Ooh, shit in. buddy. You probably have to go to the website to do it because it's kind of annoying. Um, ESPN.com, if you forgot. Yeah. Evan, I know you're not keeping Zeke anymore. Fuck Zeke. That he, he said he, as of like yesterday, he wasn't still playing. No contract, no play. Crap. No team on my fucking list. Yeah. Mm, that's it. And then... Um, Players that are going to fucking produce. Who ain't producing? And actually play. Yeah, Very exactly. real. So we, we again, uh, lost content. We had actually helped Evan pick his keeper la- on Wednesday, and now I think he's keeping George Kill for a seventh-round pick. Yep. That's pretty, that's pretty damn good that's value. A good, right that's a good steal because I had Kelsey for a fifth, but you can get Kittle for a seventh, so that's even better value. You can stack it up because when I was doing like my mock drafts, that fifth round is like right... It's like, eh, maybe I don't want this. Maybe I do want this. And usually, yeah. I like, you know, Adam and I prescribe to we're running back heavy kind of guys because those, those dudes fall by the wayside year round. So it's sort of, I, w- I would rather take another running back than spend it on a tight end. But that's neither here nor there. But the kid at the seventh, you know, that's seven, you know, when you're six round, six through 10, those are your league winners. That's, you're taking, you're calling your shots. 
shooting from half court. And when you put that in, oh, it's glorious. Rub it in your friends' faces. You're like, I'm mm. a genius. Because Evan apparently was a genius and picked George Kittle in the seventh round last year. Who saw that? Only he saw that coming. I, I assumed he was just picked up on the waiver wires. Yeah. Like week one or week two. But nope. I was fucking wrong. All right. If you're in the Semantics Listener League, our draft is set for August 25th at 6.30 p.m. Uh, we are working on a location. Uh, I've heard a couple of bars pop up. Um, if you can make it, definitely come join us. Uh, Trav, Adam, and myself will be there. So you'll get the full oh, yeah. commissioner. Tri-commish. The tri-commish. The, the man, the myth from Semantics will be there. So definitely definitely show up if you can. Other, we are doing it online with the Sleeper app. You can definitely do it through the app. It's a beautiful app. You can do it off the website You know, if you're in front of a computer. It's all going to be online, but we're definitely doing a meetup. Um, speaking of meeting up, if anyone knows Carissa or can get a hold of her, she has yet to fill, fill in her sleeper information. Yeah. So um, we were talking, and Evan wants to be the next man up so we can do the Brothers Extraordinaire <laughs> in the 16-man league over here. Yeah. I signed up. I did, uh, after the show, I signed up for my fourth league. You monster. Yeah, I've got problems. <laughs> I don't want to do this. Or I was like staring at it, and I'm together. like, do I really want to do this? <laughs> and it's against like, there's like a thousand plus people in this tournament now, and I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. It's, it's fascinating. It's, it's, you get thrown into 12-man leagues, and then basically you have to have, you just got to score team. tons of points. It doesn't even matter if you finish fourth. You just got to score crazy because that's how they pull people out of those into like. Basically playing uh, as a Big Ten league. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. It's just, yeah. It's score crazy. The Ohio State. You got to score at least. Like, even the fucking kicker got to score. Yeah. Up. Like you got to dominate <laughs> if you want to be in that league. Defense got to score. I'm not sure why I did it. It's too many. I, did, I think I did four last year and it was too much. And then it's like, now I got this podcast, I got programming we got to do in the back end and all this business shit. I'm like, I don't think I even have time for half of these leagues. Like, and obviously our, our home league, the boys and stripe, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, is more important because I'm the champion. I want to, I want to back to back that shit. <clears throat> do I need to remind you point four? <laughs> Shut up with the point four. Not um, this year, guys. You better see a new champ get crowned this year. Yeah. We're going to throw up a poll for the semantics league. Back to that. Um, for the payout, we have $320 since there's 16 of us and it's a $20 buy-in. Um, Travi threw out $192 as the overall winner. That's well, mm-hmm. o- that's about 60-something percent of the pot. And then second place is $96 and third is 32 So now when you're getting your money back, you're getting $12 extra. And at least a beer for yourself. Exactly. <laughs> so that seems like a, that, to me, that seems pretty fair. I mean, we could do weekly payouts if we wanted for high scoring. That obviously lower the overall pot, but I'll throw that up in the pool and we'll get that figured out later on. All right, guys. NFL news. We need really. We got to work out some audio but, um, clips, bum, bum, segments, bum, bum, bum. things like that. News. I could probably clip that out and we can use that. Just play that that audio back to ourselves. All right, we probably could add more news, but this is the news we had from Wednesday. So Lux calf is injured again, again. Bonitis, bonitis out. So Ursay, who's dumbass, <laughs> I cannot believe he's the owner of my team. You know, I think all NFL teams should go 
the Green Bay Packers way. Like the general public the, the, owns those teams. Because it's like, this guy's a fucking idiot. He was like, oh yeah, he's got like some bone thing. He's even saying in, in his quote that, oh, I'm not a doctor, but it's some sort of bone thing. And it's like, then shut up. You have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, so I guess it's not even it's not even a calf thing. It's a high ankle injury, and they're talking. They're holding him out. He's doing like rehab, and he's not going to actually play till probably week three preseason, which is when we do all these drafts. Because usually that's week three yeah. is like that's when the starters actually play, and all the other weeks are just other people. That's like a that's like um that's teetering right there because like. Andrew Luck makes the Colts either Super Bowl contenders or for or you know top pick in next year's draft contenders. Like that's a huge dichotomy of whether or not yeah. the Colts are relevant. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Without him, we are straight trash. If he doesn't play, downgrade Marlon Mack, Ty Hilton, Eric Ebron, even your boy Doyle. Even though Doyle rules, he no longer rules without Yo, Ebron. Luck. Ebron saved my ass last year when I picked him up. Yeah. He had 10 TDs last year. That's oh, yeah, insane. Out of nowhere, started scoring. I was like, I'll take that shit. Like, was, like it was dominating. So definitely keep an eye on that. That's a big one. That's, you know, E.Y. Hilton is going like second, third round. So he ain't, to me, he's not worth it. You know, unless he falls to like the fifth or sixth somehow, then maybe I'm willing to take that swing still. Cause he's still a good, he's a good wide receiver. That's not the point. Jacoby Brissett is not a good quarterback. So something, definitely something to watch out on. Kenyon Drake, he's in a walking boot. That's the perceived starting running back. Yeah, it, it buffers. So you'll see it like loading in. Yeah, it's interesting. It scared me too the first time I had it. <laughs> um, so the, the perceived starting running back for the Miami Dallas, Kenyon Drake, is in a walking boot. And I think as of yesterday, Thursday, I was seeing that it, um, it could be fairly serious. He could not be playing the first couple weeks of the year. And his backup. Kalen Bellage. The Bellagio. Is, I just like that name. Yeah, it's a great name. He's, oh, he's yeah. balling out right now. So, and Bellage, you can get in the 11th, 12th round, but he's probably, his ADP is going to rise. So you might have to call that shot a little bit sooner. But if you can get a free starting running back deep in a league, especially like that 16 teamer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those are when you're having to call your shots real early. Oh, yeah. So watch out for Kenyon Drake. You know, he's going in the fifth round. So. Mm-mm. I am. I mean, to, per- to be perfectly honest, I'm probably gonna stay away from anything Miami offense related. <laughs> Facts. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's not. It's certainly not exciting. Although it's basically the New England Patriots offense that's been dragged down to Miami. They brought yeah. down they brought down Brady. They got uh, Belichick. Yeah, they brought <laughs> yeah Brady and Belichick are down in Miami now. You didn't know that? No, they're not in that. Big no, <laughs> it was the old OC under yeah. Belichick went down, became the head coach, and the guy that and then bringing in another like. Other Patriots, you know, who know that system. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe that makes people like. That's why Miami knows Kenny how to be Stills relevant. Dolphins. I don't know. It's like, is mm. Kenny Stills going to be the Julian Edelman of the Miami offense? He should be. Should he should step the fuck up? This is what his third, fourth year he's in. Kenny Stills. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. So he needs a. The problem is uh, producing this, this amazing guy called Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> who? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I thought it was a Jay Cutler show. 27. Third year. Yeah, so he's only third year, that's three when years they, now. You guys said on the last show that we had, third year, so you're supposed to pop. Yeah, third, third year, year wide receiver. That's, that's the make or break year for wide receivers. It's oh. It takes 
time to get acclimated to the NFL. It's faster. The playbooks are so much more difficult than college. And the, your, the DBs are better. They hit harder. It's just difficult. So usually there's this like thing that about the third year, if they've been, if they've been decent already, third year's the year they blow up. They're just like, all right, I got this shit. But again, it's kind of, you know, he's on the Dolphins. On the Dolphins. Got a new team, so they got to get reacclimated. I don't know about all that okay. shit. Yeah. So. But speaking of other wide receivers, we'll get into this later in our, our main segment, but Antonio Brown's an ass clown. And I'm so tired of it. Fucking. He, so he says he wasn't going to play unless he got his old helmet back. Mm. Like, get out of here with this. Does that mean he wants to be a Steeler again? <laughs> Specifically? No. Apparent, so apparently the NFL changed helmet types to help with CTE. So I'm all about that. You know, if we can keep the players safe, that means we can continue to enjoy this game. And he hates the fucking helmet. Even Tom Brady yeah. doesn't like the helmet. But Tom Brady, unlike Antonio Brown, just deals with it. Yeah. That's, how you got that's, well, he, what, that's he, what a goat does. Yep. AB wants to be the best wide receiver ever, but he's a fucking ass clown who freezes his feet, comes in in hot air balloons, mm. dyes his mustache blonde like an ass clown. He's an ass clown. Ooh, that's an accusation. I have to blurt that one out later. Ouch. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so then he refuses to play. He says, I'm not playing without my old helmet. Stop showing up to practice. I'm like, this is a conspiracy because his feet are fucking jacked beyond all hell. And he's, he's just buying himself time before he, ha- before he has to come back. And they realize he can't, he actually can't play ball right now. So then he, then after all that, he goes, I'm going to file a grievance. And like go to arbitration against the NFL. I want my old helmet back. And he goes and he loses because of course he's gonna lose. Like literally every other player in the league has to wear this helmet. And then he's like, "All right, I'm gonna come back to practice." <laughs> like a, like, roller, a roller coaster of oh my god! Like yeah. it's to me, it's not worth it. Like I'll get into it more during our main segment, but he's off my board. One I'm hour so ago. I'm so done with this guy. Antonio Brown's. Yeah, and he he's like in another lawsuit, <laughs> what the of not fuck? paying somebody, and you're just like, oh my god. And he's like, oh, because there was the then he then he was quoted as saying, in an interview, you like you can pull it. He's saying, oh, I don't need the NFL. Like I could I could retire. I don't need this. I want to be yeah, here. He doesn't need football in his life. Yeah, and you're like, uh huh. And then he turns around and goes, oh no, I didn't say that. That's a, that's a myth. That's a lie. I'm like, it's on camera, <laughs> man. Like it's on camera. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. <laughs> Even in this helmet, it wasn't me. Even in the cryo freezer, it wasn't me. <laughs> Doing some demolition type. Yeah, so I'm so over it. Um, so speaking of more Cowboys fun, Zeke still holding out. Still holding out. And Dak Prescott has turned down a thirty million dollar contract. That's pocket watch change. Off, watch him off. We need. He, he he wants forty million dollars allegedly. Forty. How? Million. It would make him one of the highest paid QBs in the league. Not worth it. No. Per, per year? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Do you think he... Okay, where would you rank him overall? Uh, in the top n- 10? Not even in the top 10. Uh, there's so many okay. other quarterbacks. So not, not top 10. Would you do somewhere between 10 to 20? Uh, Probably closer to the 20. Closer. So he's a top half QB. 18-16? So he could be a top half or a top <laughs> two-thirds kind of thing? He only had that one rookie year that was great, and then they lost yeah. immediately when they got in the playoffs. 
Boom. Joke of Iran. And um, something to watch out. I was saying this morning, Amari Cooper has plantar fasciitis. That's the ligament on the bottom of your foot. And that is very, very serious for a wide receiver. So, this again, this is this is this is like my prescription is I am I do not buy into that buy low on injured players. No, you're you're just saddling your bench with someone who you can't play for who knows how long. Yeah. And Amari Cooper is costing you a third or fourth round. Let me tell you about a little wide receiver that's probably you can probably get for free at the end of the draft. Michael Gallup. The second year. <clears throat> apparently he's been playing well in the camp. No Zeke. You know, <laughs> Zeke's not there. Who's getting the ball? Gotta find somebody. Maybe there's some, you know, again, this might be more prevalent for like the 16 teamer where we're going deep, deep, deep. You gotta call these shots, but someone has to get the ball on Dallas. Yeah. I don't know, just something to think about. Take a man up. We gotta step the hell up. There was like a conspiracy with Dak that No Beasley? No, Beasley left and went to Buffalo. Oh, wow. Mm. But they did bring in Randall Cobb. Dyer. Does that interest you, Randall Cobb? Cobb um, no, I don't, I'm, not, I'm on the place? Cowboys. I don't care about Cobb Corn. No. Exactly. Cobb sucks. Was barely producing with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, so. Corny. That was him. Coffee's kicking in, if you can't tell. <laughs> um, Miles there. But the, yeah, the, <laughs> the conspiracy with Dak was that he didn't actually request the $40 million. That was leaked by the Cowboys, and that he would accept a thirty-two million dollar contract. Uh, I, I sound, it sounds that sounds weird. It sounds okay. weird. Like why, why would why, he? Why would the Cowboys shoot themselves in the foot? Yeah, like it, it is Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones, too old to be. Right, he is. Why <laughs> is he the owner and the GM? Like that's crazy. Like let somebody else do it. Who mm-hmm. is actually knows now. what the fuck to do? Yeah, got all that money. Spend it the right way. Exactly. Dumb way. All right, guys, let's take a quick break. And we are coming back with a segment that I made up two days ago that we're going to re record called. Or. Nah. We'll be right back. And we are back. Hello, we are back. Yes, it's working like I expected. Beautiful. All right, guys, so this is the redo of a segment from two days ago, and we dubbed this game or nah. Basically, the point of the game is as a player you absolutely love, you think they're going to ball out this year, you're taking that shot on them, and nah is someone you are totally done with, want nothing to do. I wonder if those sirens can get picked up by these mics. Everyone <laughs> just... Calling out things that don't don't exist, and um, so we each got a bia and a na, and we're just gonna go around. Evan, what you want to do first? I'm gonna go with my uh, nah. All right, who you got I'll, for your nah? I'm gonna let you know. Now, guys, you picking person gotta say on your team. Be ready to be the sacker. Make it sure. Don't give them second chance. One week, don't produce, get the fuck out. Oh, Leonard, wow. whoa, that was out. it's half of the old time, which was two weeks. Fuck that shit. I reevaluated my life, and I don't want Fournette. Leonard oh, wow. Fournette is my... Like three days. Nah. You're nah? Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of have to agree with you. He 
he has not only injury issues, kind of a head case, staying on the field, and he has off-field issues, getting suspended. He only played like we were looking it up. He only played like six. So in the first, so the first half of the year, nine weeks, he played two games. He ruined your team. Yep, ruined. I dropped them after the second week. Yeah, I'm with you. Ruined you. He only went nine for forty-one in the first game, first pick, right? and then got three receptions for fourteen yards, no TDs. That's more or less useless. And he missed two games with an injury. Mm-hmm. Comes back, goes, runs for thirty yards and a one five-yard reception. Again, no touchdowns. Ugh, what the fuck? And then injury, 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 injury. Bye week. You got two shit weeks, and. Eight weeks of nothing, or six weeks of nothing. It's like more than half of the uh That's more than half of the year. And then you're like, all right, cool. 53 yards, 95 yards, 96 yards. You're like, a TD, TD, two TDs. You're like, all right, I'm starting to feel this. This is now You think you can trust him, right? Mm-hmm. Wrong. Get suspended for a game week 13. <laughs> Fucking asshole. Fuck out of here. That was probably the game that he started the fight in the in, in game, right? That had to be the one game suspension, right? Yeah, no, yeah. Was that that one or another one? I know. I know he uh, started a fight in the middle. Uh, in the yeah, I know. He like game. punch. He like ran from the sideline, came running <laughs> over to like start a fight. And you're like, "What the hell is wrong with you?" Yeah. Head yeah. down. Just... You know, I'm. I feel you That's on the it. nah. He. It's his ADP is in the third, fourth rounds right now. Yeah, number twenty four overall. Like, yeah, good luck when you pick him up. Guys. When you're. That's the thing, right? This year is the especially in like our keeper league, the running back scene is very shaky. Like, I feel like there's only three three guys you can really trust on. Alvin Kamara, David Johnson, and um, maybe Todd Gurley. That's about it. Backup. Yeah, you, got, you know, you got, you got Latavius Murray. He's going to get his workload. But, like, you know, in, your, in that third, fourth round, you're having to look at Leonard Fournette, Devonta Adams, Aaron mm. Jones. Like question marks. Everyone's got a question mark except for those couple guys at the top, and it's like you pick wrong. That's your fucking team right there. It, the fact that so like last year in the Wave third wire round, be your best I went crazy and I took Jarek McKinnon. Oof! I was like, oh yeah, he's gonna fucking dominate. He's on Kyle Shanahan offense. He's gonna be tits, and then he blows his ACL <laughs> in the fucking <laughs> preseason and kiss that fucking third round pick goodbye. Oh, and fourth round pick Larry Fitzgerald. Out very How well the hell did I win a championship when I basically took my third and fourth round pick and just flushed them down the toilet? Yeah. Useless, completely useless picks. Waiver wire warrior, bro. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. At the end of the year, I only had two players from my draft Melvin Gordon, that's why that boy's up on the wall, and Travis Kelsey. I probably, I probably should have bought a Kelsey jersey considering how Melvin's acting now. Fucking holding out. But that's neither here nor there. Yeah, no, I agree with you on this. Nah, that's. I am not about Leonard Fournette. I don't see it. They're talking like he's going to get passing work now. Well, I see. Do you, we'll do, see. Does he look like a pass catcher to you? I see that he's going to look an upfield before he even makes the catch. Interception. <laughs> pick six. Yes. Gone. I guess a lot All of right. that depends on how you feel about Nick Foles as a QB. Do you think he's worth that contract oh, he got? Fuck Nick Foles. I think Nick Foles is like a uh, slightly better... Ryan Fitzpatrick, uh, he he'll give you like three or four great games, especially you know he had that great Super Bowl run, but almost immediately after he was not that great. Like 
first few games back mediocre. next year. It was like it was mediocre, middling. He he went he, he got he got replaced. You know, once uh, Carson Wentz came back to health, he uh you know he got replaced. But and then he came back again. He was all two two three games. He was great, and then he just went downhill again. Now what if I told you that D. Filippo, the old the old OC for the Vikings, came down with you know he had. Kirk Cousins, Stephon Diggs, Adam Thielen. I just got to work with Nick Foles, D.D. Westbrook, D.J. Shark. You feeling you feel that? No, I'm not is this, feeling Is this that. another reason why you're like, nah, I'm Leonard Fournette? Cause yeah. Because they don't really have a passing offense, so they're just going to stack the box on a guy who already can't stay on the field. Like after, I believe, I thought it was week three or week four that the Jaguars were looking good as hell, and then they beat the New England Patriots, and that game was yeah. amazing. Yeah, that was one of the things I survived on was T.J. Yeldon was balling out. Oh, that fucking one-handed catch. Looking, I don't even know. Yeah. That catch was insane. We deserved to lose that damn game. But yeah. then they shit the bed for the next fucking 12 yeah. weeks. Lost, lost. 12 weeks. They only won one, two, three, four, five games last year. Trash. No trash. Trash. Of course, they had somehow beat the fucking Colts. <laughs> like, you're a sex man whatever alright Adam you've heard Evans nah Wait, who do you want to talk about I'm gonna go Ooh, we're going positive alright yeah. who you got alright gonna be a little bit skewed since I am a Buccaneers fan so uh, you little... homer <laughs> yeah but Peyton Barber oh how'd you know <laughs> um <laughs> No, but um, <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Mr. Chris Godwin. Ooh. Wide receiver number hey. two for the Bucks. Okay. Um, mostly this is going to be, this is gonna be uh, Chris Godwin's third year. Um, we had a few shuffles, wide receivers coming out from the Bucs. Uh, we have Deshaun Jackson leaving, going back to Philly. We got Adam Humphreys leaving. That's like 100 plus targets. Vacated. Yeah, 175 to be exact. Jesus Christ, that's a lot of targets. Yeah, so um, I'm obviously he's not going to get all 175 targets. That'll be freaking insane. He'll be the greatest wide receiver to have ever yeah, played the game. <laughs> <laughs> An extra 175 targets on top of the 59. Well, he had 59 receptions last that's like year. Yeah, so he had 95 targets. So add another 170, <laughs> 200 plus targets. Yeah, yeah uh, that's wide receiver one forever. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. even if he gets, let's see, even like one third of those targets you know it's gonna be split between uh oj howard mike evans probably a little bit of cameron Brait. even if he gets like one third that's a lot of targets that's gonna go his way and in a bruce arians offense he likes to air it out very much so i think he's gonna have a great breakout year chris godwin is gonna be my man that is i see potential in him that's a compelling argument also I love the Bucks, so <laughs> take that with a giant grain of salt in your hand. But I do believe uh, Chris Godwin is going to be pretty damn awesome this year. All right, so 95 targets. That's quite a bit already. So last year, if you took the not just, not just Ryan Fitzpatrick or just Jameis Winston, you took the Tampa Bay QBAs, you smooshed them into one weirded... Fusion <laughs> Yeah, Yeah, fusion... <laughs> Weird fusion dance kind of thing. They would have been, in terms of just passing volume, number five overall. Mm. So how do you go up from already being number five with a dirt cutter offense, and now you got Bruce Arians? Well, would you believe it or not, 
Last year wasn't Jameis Winston's greatest year. <gasps> no way. <laughs> How many times did he get benched for an old man with a beard who can't also can't game. stay on the field? Yeah. Exactly. So <laughs> lost his job together. three times too. So one, yeah. Another big caveat for this is obviously Jameis Winston himself. Right. Um, but we have uh, Bruce Arians now, and every quarterback that Bruce Arians has touched has turned to gold. You remember Carson Palmer? Yeah, okay, let's, let's roll back. Arians has been around for a while. So his first OC job, Steelers, Big Ben, championship runs. Yes. Second job, takes over OC for the Colts, Andrew Luck. Breakout year. Breakout year. Takes on the head coach when Pagano has his little cancer thing. Even better year. Then he goes to Arizona, trash, straight trash, and turns Carson Palmer into another relevant QB. They win like 10 games. They went to they he they went to a fucking Super Bowl with him, <laughs> like who Carson what Palmer? Fuck? Yeah, Carson. You're like what the fuck? Hey, Larry Fitzgerald, relevant. Uh, That's why we got David Johnson's a thing because of him. Mm-hmm. Clearly, the guy knows what he's doing. Yeah, stupid Colts bringing Pagano back. <laughs> yeah, so um, unless uh Jameis decides to not pay attention any sort of attention to uh the coaching, I think he'll be corrected on a lot of his mistakes i'm this is half hoping and half you know looking at the work that bruce arians has done to his quarterbacks um so i believe if james just even just cuts down on his dumb turnovers the stupid stupid fumbles that he has inexplicably for no reason (laughs) um you know that'll give all the wide receivers especially chris godwin a chance to be pretty damn great so Okay, let's do a little over-under. Over-under 65 receptions for Chris Godwin this year. Um, I'm going to definitely take the over on that. Um, I'll, I'll, see, I'll probably see him closer to maybe like 75, even possibly 80. Oh, goddamn. Yeah. Like, 80 receptions. So we're, we're all, most of these leagues are half-point PPR. That's 43 points right there. That's for free. For free. Just catch the ball. 80 of them, you got 40 points. All right, over-under... He had 842 yards last year, so let's say over over under a thousand yards. He has a thousand yard season. Um, I'm yeah, I'm gonna also say over on oh that as my well. God. Um, this offense can easily produce two 1,000 yards yards. We already know Mike Evans. Oh, he's he's gonna be great. He's, In terms of like consistency, Mike Evans is the god of that. He's been over like 12, 1300 yards every single season he's played in the league, which I think is an NFL record. He's the only one to have ever done it. Yeah, and Bugs. also, yeah, I I do remember uh with uh with Bruce Arians when he even even when he had um oh man what's his name before Carson Palmer came to the Matt Leinart no not Matt Leinart uh Kurt Warner oh my when he god had, when well, he Kurt Warner's a god yeah when, <laughs> when he had Kurt Warner over there um he produced two thousand yard wide receivers I mean it's Larry and some other random dude there every every year that he was there so I'm pretty confident that. Even Chris if Godwin's better than some random dude. Mm-hmm. Oh, obviously, yes. <laughs> he has the word God in his name and the word win. <laughs> well, based on that alone, I should. All right. Over under, he had seven TDs last year. <laughs> Will he have more than eight? Um, so now we're talking 80 receptions over 1,000 yards, eight TDs as a stat line. Um, that's probably going to be like where he's at. I'm going to go l- probably under. Like He'll probably hit seven again. Um, okay. you know, seven, 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 well, 
So he's his ADP is number <laughs> forty eight. That would put him in the back of the fourth round, start of the fifth round. I would I would not be mad if I took him there. So what I'm he- what I'm hearing is he has the potential to be a top ten wide receiver if it if things play out well. Is that is that what you is that his ceiling a top ten? Um, yeah, he could probably be top. He could probably be just scratching the top ten, maybe like maybe like a high wide receiver too. Right, so if you could pair I'll, him, so if you could pair him, well, see, our would in our draft, would you have a Captain DeAndre Hopkins? Would you pair? Would you take Chris Godwin as your wide receiver too? Like you would wait for that fourth, fifth round to grab him. Um, well, personally for me, I don't like uh having. Let's see. For fourth, fifth, let's see. I would have let's say for me personally, I would have Kamara already, um, and DeAndre Hopkins. Um, I'll probably go two more running backs, so I would probably have to pass on him for me personally. But if you need a wide receiver too, I would definitely go for uh, Chris Godwin. He is going to be pretty dang awesome. Bold take. I like it. That's why he's my. See how that plays out, Cotton. All right. So my, I'm gonna do. I'm going to get my negativity out of the way. My nah. Antonio Brown. I to it earlier. I am Mm-mm. over it. I am so Fuck done with here. it. I mean, so you guys know, I have, it's not so much like a moral code. It's I hate arrogant football players. Like, I just cannot stand it. Can't it be is, it's like when we, we see 10,000 examples of guys who just come in, do their job, shut their mouths, do their thing, and fucking produce. I don't need this fucking... I see why the Steelers got rid of him. Yeah, this Fuck is that. like... Yeah, this is almost... Turn, this, this is, is turning into like a I almost, situation. I sympathize with Le'Veon Bell. I do not sympathize with Antonio Brown. He is an ass clown. I said it. I'm going to stand by it. When you fucking act like that, you act like a child. Oh, Mr. Big Chest. And then you're like, demanding a trade. Fine. Traded. And then you don't fucking no show reason. up. You show up on a hot air balloon like an asshole. You're getting fucking sued left and right. I'm not even. I don't. I don't even care about the stats. This is all a personal thing. I'm just over it. I don't. I don't feel like he's worth the second or third round pick. I feel like you are throwing it away. This is your Derek McKinnon for last year. Like he ain't gonna. His. I think his feet are actually way worse than letting people. Lo- he's letting on to, and he's gonna be missing time, like flat out. I don't. I don't know if you've seen a picture of those feet. Mm-mm. Don't. It's gross. Like it is gross. I don't know how he's playing or if he's showing up. And he got all this him. crap with. I gotta check it out. You know he freezes. Right now. No. You don't. Don't, you don't do it. Barf on mic. <laughs> it's gonna be great audio with this rig. You know he ha- he fucking he goes to some experimental therapy thing and then doesn't even use the right protection. So he doesn't even follow the rules. And then he has this whole helmet grievance thing. Doesn't show up to practice. You know this is a new. This is a brand new quarterback. He's never worked with. And you and he's a yeah, step he down get, yeah. from Big Ben. Yeah, he needs to get those reps in. Yeah, I get he's a great wide receiver, but you got to get the reps in with your QB if you want to fucking have any sort of any chemistry at all. And then you have this shit with the helmet grievance, and he's like, "Oh, I don't need to play. Fuck that." And then it's too much of a risk. It's you're you're saying, "Okay, I'm getting the best wide receiver in the game." When he played for Antonio Brown, or when he played for Big Ben, Antonio Brown was the best wide receiver in the game. You can never argue it. Ever. Like, it's true. He's the best. He's a tactician through and through. Can take the double teams. Doesn't matter. He'll do his thing. But now, huge downgrade in a quarterback, offensive line, 
defense is trash. Like, mm-hmm. and then you have all these antics, and he's talking about, oh, I don't have to play. Yeah, what like, a risk! You're taking a risk on somebody who's saying, I'm, I don't have to play football. Surprise retirement. Yeah. Any, 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 any day, day he's like, you know what, I'm done with this, and then boom, you've just set that pick on fire. Mm. I'm, I'm just sick of it. I'm sick of the antics. It's not worth whatever hype you think he could possibly run. No, I'm just over. I'm straight up over Antonio Brown. He's done low life feet anymore. Thank you. They're gross, right? Yeah. Yeah. That is. I honestly think he is. He's hiding how bad his feet are. He's doing all these antics. Smiling to... in this photo with his feet. I. It looked like I would be crying. Like, no, no. <laughs> so that's my nah. It's not necessarily numbers based. More uh, going down narrative street, but I just honestly this time it's personal. This time it's personal. <laughs> yes, it's just it's just I'm gonna keep saying it. It's, it's, just, it's not worth the pick in the third round to take a chance on this guy. It's not. I'm telling you, stay away from him. Too much of a headache. Let someone else take that risk. You know, laugh. Yes, goes shit. Those first, you know, one through four rounds, I like to go for consistency. You know what? Who you could take in the third round? Mike Evans. Talk about building a floor for your house. Mike Evans, and then in a new Bruce Arian system, he's got the same quarterback. You don't have to worry about that. Take that. That's a better choice for your team than Antonio Brown by a wide margin. Oh yeah, I agree. Yeah, the home all day. I do. I for those same same reasons you like Chris Godwin, or the reasons why I think Mike Evans could easily be the number one overall wide receiver. Easy. Yeah, you know, he gets because he's already getting twelve hundred yards, eighty receptions, probably at least five TDs. Real question: Antonio. If he gets double digit touchdowns, he's number one. Yeah. yeah. Real question: Do you think that he's gonna even play week one? Antonio, Antonio Brown. Brown? Uh, if he does, I'm gonna say limited snaps. I believe that. Like, he hasn't even he hasn't even been in a preseason game. I don't even know if he's even hit the practice field yet. They said that he wanted to hit the practice field on Saturday, but. Better be lotioning them shits every three days. Or every like three hours. That's what I meant. You just go back to cryotherapy to freeze off the dead skin. God. <laughs> no, I, I would argue if he hasn't touched the field by the third preseason game, which we alluded to earlier, that's usually the one the starters actually play in. And that's why we do our we try to we recommend you do your draft after that game has been played because that's when you actually get that's that's the Quickest amount of time you can see starters, injury potential news can come out, and you've seen what the offense is going to kind of look like. Because, you know, first two weeks, they're not rolling out their actual offense because why yeah. would you give away your plans? Yeah, at that point, you'll see maybe who is who is where on the pecking order in terms exactly. of the depth charts. The depth charts have been kind of sifted out, sifted through. You know, if a, same thing with Luck. If they haven't touched the field in that preseason game, I wouldn't draft them. It's not worth whatever buy low you, these guys can potentially have. Go pick somebody else. That's my nah. Tonio Brown. Evan, who's your bah! My bah! would be George Kittle from the 49ers. Yeah. How you doing? This is now your you keeper. You sleeping on him? After some you better convincing. get on that fucking train. Year 2017. Last year, 88 receptions. 1,377 uh, yards. Tight end record for yardage and five TDs. You don't like that? a wide receiver. What's up, man? That's basically it. So I had made a stat. I don't know if you heard it, Evan, in one of the other episodes Adam and I did. So Travis Kelsey, who finished as the number one overall tight mm-hmm. end last year. Yep. You took his stats. 
And you're like, all right, he's a wide receiver. Put him in the wide receiver column. He finished number nine. So Ooh. you've got a wide receiver one in your tight end spot. That's why I was able to win a championship. You've got to, a tight end landscape sucks flat out. Like you think running backs are difficult this year. Tight ends suck dicks. You've yeah. got mm-hmm. After- three guys at the top who are actually going to do something for you. And then you're just rolling your dice on who on you think is going to. What if about this? What if about that? You got Kelsey, Ertz, Kittle. That's sort of the consensus as one, two, three going down. So, I mean, you keeping Kittle yep. in the seventh is genius. But Kittle's going in like the third, fourth round. Yeah. That's, Are that's you willing to take that shot in the third, fourth round? You got to pay up for a tight end. He's, he's basically taking over the uh, Gronk uh, mm-hmm. ADP. He's been actually his, so his like spark scores. And you know, coming in the coming into the NFL during the combine, his his comp is Rob Gronkowski. Like they, he's a similar body type, size. Look, he's six four two fifty. You think a fucking linebacker starting that? Dude? Big. You think a linebacker can cover that guy? That's a Hell. big boy. Yeah, no. So shrug him off real quick, stiff arm. So uh, I like it. My my concern are he can't get thirteen hundred seventy seven yards again. That's a fucking record. That's statistically improbable getting, that he's going to get that. I would. 1,100 yards, that's totally yeah, feasible. I see that, especially changing up the QB spot. I could that's see, you know, yeah, and you get Garoppolo. Okay, so he had how many fucking quarterbacks last year? Like five? Yeah. It was an insane. And he did this. He did a record-breaking yeah. tight end season with Throw ba- it basically me, quarterback proof. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about that. And obviously Garoppolo is way better than any of those other Nick teams that they rolled out. Yeah, Nick Mullins. What was the joke? Uh, take two white boy first names, put them together. You got yourself a QB. Yeah. <laughs> Five TDs. I think he can definitely go up from five TDs oh, on a better eight. offense. Eight? Yeah, that'd, that'd put him in the... Well, when tight ends are just so barfy, that would obviously put him in the top three just as a default. Not that many other weapons. on All right, so what are, so what are your other weapons? You got whatever the running back situation is. Tevin Coleman, Matt Burita, Jarek McKinnon. I there's like five other ones. Yeah, you, you got Dante Pettis. Dante Pettis, who apparently is having to... He's been... On the field for the first two preseason games, which means he doesn't have a job secured. He yeah. wouldn't be out there if he had a job secured. Yeah. And then you got Marquise Goodwin, the fastest man in the NFL. Straight up. Then you got a couple of rookie wide receivers. So who, who's getting this ball? Probably George Kittle. The only consistent player. And clearly, they wrote plays specifically for him to get him the ball. I mean, you don't give a tight end 88 receptions if you didn't plan that. That's a lot of receptions. He played he would, all, he played he all 16 so games in 2018. He played 15 games in 2017. So clearly he doesn't have health issues. Third year, I mean, talking about tight end, you know, wide receivers stepping up. That's the same thing out. for tight ends. That's that a pretty good draw to me, man. Oh, yeah. My concern, like I said, it, it mostly would be yardage. I don't think he can repeat that. And then... Give me TDs. That's all I want. And then Garoppolo's <laughs> health. As long as he doesn't do something stupid again, go and tear his ACL. Please go yeah, like, come on, man. Your franchise QB. Don't be doing stupid shit. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> you learned from Tom Brady. You think he's gonna take a hit like that? Yeah. For real? Come on. So man. back to the question. We're rolling. We're in the we're in the third round, Evan. Let's say let's say hypothetically you've taken a wide receiver and a running back. So you're like, all right, I got my I got my one one in each spot. You're sitting there middle of the third round. George Kittle staring you in the face. You taking that? You pulling that trigger? Oof. Even in the seventh. Well, no, no, this redraft league. You're just, oh, just no keepers. Oh, okay. You're sitting there in the third. Would you pull the trigger on Kittle? I'd probably pull the fourth or fifth. Fourth or fifth for sure? 
Okay. I don't. I, don't I mean, see. he would probably be gone by the time. Gotta be gone yeah. by then. I I believe it, but there's always yeah. that chance. We, okay. So how about this? So in my opinion, like the third round for a tight end, your opportunity cost is massive. Because Kelsey Move. goes in the second. Kelsey's gone in the second. Otherwise, and in any sort of redraft, he's gone in the second. So talk about you're having to call a shot mad early. I'll do it. If I see that like tight ends are going, like if someone picks a tight end in the second round. Well, for a fact, Kelsey's going in the second round. If for and a fact, then yeah. usually somewhere in the third and fourth, depends on the person, Kittle and Ertz get taken. Now, would you take Kittle over Ertz? Ertz finished number two last year. Hmm. Kittle over Ertz. I would. I would. I mean, I would do Kittle only b- besides the fact that there's a lot more ball to spread around over in Philadelphia. Yes. Compared to uh, San Francisco. So, you know, Kittle will get the vast majority of the targets over uh, Ertz. You know, you got Deshaun Jackson over there. You got, got Miles Sanders. Yeah. What's over there? There's got a comparison. Alshon Jeffrey as well over there. There's just a lot of ball to spread around. Ertz will obviously get his, but I believe uh, Kittle will was just that market share in terms of receptions. He'll just be uh, just a tick or two. So Ertz had a record-breaking number of receptions, 116 receptions last year, 1,163 yards, and 18. And that's the, between the receptions and the TDs, that's what ended up putting him up over Kittle. That's what I was predicting. I was going to get yeah. eight TDs. I don't know about that many receptions in San 116? Francisco. A lot of receptions. That's only <laughs> yeah. That's a lot. The thing is, that, has to, that also has to come down, considering all the talent they have over in Philadelphia. And look, look at so his, his tight end difficulty is 30th, so he's got one of the most difficult tight end schedules. And if we go back to Kittle and Bits over here. Oh, my. <laughs> 19th, so he's got a middle-of-the-road sort of schedule. It's interesting. It's an interesting biaw, and I like the shot call. I, uh, in some of my mocks and our keeper, if him or Ertz fall into that fourth round, I usually pull the trigger because it's like I get, I'm like, all right, my tight end's locked up. I don't got to stress about it, and there's not a lot of things in, not a lot of things, players in the fourth, fifth round that I'm like super in love yeah. with. So it's like, all right, I'd rather take the high-end tight end and then I can build my bench with deeper guys that I actually Somehow, like. somewhere, yeah. That waiver wire is going to be your best friend. Oh, All right. About it. So Evans. Yeah! Yeah! George Kittle. Kittle. All right, Adam, we're on to your nah. My nah is actually going to be a person on the same team as Mr. Kittle and Bits. Oh, shit. The... I guess pers- Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, <laughs> That's who guessing his picks. <laughs> P.S. Yes. Every time. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Mr. Tevin Coleman. Ooh. Ah. Interesting. Like people like to call the Cole train, which I don't like giving him that name because I have a better Cole train in my mind whenever I think about that thing. That's besides the point. Both his names. Yeah. So Tevin Coleman, longtime backup uh, running back for uh, Devontae Freeman we all both, the way in. We pulled his stats and Evan and I simultaneously went, Ew. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Long time uh, backup running back over at uh, Atlanta. 
Um, he got his he got his shot starting last year when Devontae Freeman got uh injured, you know, out for the year, and he did so so on a high powered offense in Atlanta, and he did okay, and then. That was enough, apparently, for San Francisco to give him a giant contract. Even after Jarek McKinnon, they signed the previous year, gave him a giant contract. You know, he tore his ACL. Also, he is uh, out for an inter- uh, Jarek McKinnon. He's out again. He's, he's, apparently, his knee's not right yet. So, yeah. So, in my opinion, Tevin Coleman, I don't think he's a running back one, per se. So, um, with the way that uh, San Francisco signed him. You know, last year, he only had... Four rushing touchdowns. Trash. Four. Yeah. He, That's he, not good. He had two, only two games over uh, 100 rushing yards as well. Whoa. I mean, he, he did contribute a little bit to the passing game, but nothing too great. Um, You know, he only had, you know, in terms of like uh, fantasy points, he only had three, well, really two great games, you know, only one. You know, we had a 14.2 against the Giants. He got a 27 a monster game against uh, Washington. But outside of uh, those two games, he didn't do produce that much in a high-flying offense over Atlanta. Um, and I don't know, man. That's, this is more of a feel more than uh, anything else. And, you know, he didn't take that leap when uh, he had the starting role over in uh, Atlanta. Um, even though he's, you know, he had that same offensive coordinator that he had with Kyle Shanahan uh, being there now in San Francisco. Um, I don't know. He's going to, I don't, I don't, it's, it's just too many factors for me that I can't see him having a breakout year. So in, for his ADP, nah. That's interesting. I think you've kind of, you may have swayed me because I wanted, again, I wanted a Kyle Shanahan running back. They produce. Matt Burrito produced last year. Yes, like, he did. He's going to be basically free at the end of most drafts, too. So that's yeah. what I'm now wondering. Of the way Tevin Coleman in the fifth, because you don't really know, and then you can grab Burrito for free at the end of the draft. And and so here's the thing. it's So in the old Kyle Shanahan offense at Atlanta, Tevin Coleman played the Tevin Coleman role. He was the backup. Did they sign Tevin Coleman to play the Tevin Coleman role in San Francisco? Is he the backup? Mm. They healthy. kept Burrito. Yeah. I don't know. Like, it's gonna, it's, in my opinion, it's, it's probably going to be more closer to like a running back by committee. Oh yeah, and Easily. they're just going to they're just going to be vulturing off each other. But when with that with that fucking production, like you said, only two games over a hundred yards. He only had eight hundred total yards last year and four TDs. That's straight trash. Like, and he had the starting running back role in Atlanta. Matt Ryan finished as the number two quarterback last year. Julio Jones was a top five wide receiver. The offense is there, and he still couldn't produce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, like the San Francisco 49ers had one of the worst rushing uh, offenses in the league. That's more that you know. So their offensive line not that great, and for a running back, that running is not his strong suit. Right. Um. I don't. It doesn't. It doesn't look right. It doesn't smell right to me. I'm just. I'm just staying away from that backfield. Uh, maybe outside of Burita. Um, Third easiest running back schedule currently. But maybe take that shot on Burita. You get him for free. Quote, unquote, third easiest schedule. You don't have to pay the fifth round price of Tevin Coleman, who we don't know. He clearly has got some question marks based on those stats you produced. So I like it. That's a solid, nah, not about it. All right, guys. Wrapping this shit up. I got my Robert Woods. 
I am all about Robert Woods this year. He finished as wide receiver number nine overall Mm -hmm. last year in half-point PPR. He's going to take the leap. He's taking an even higher leap. Uh Uh-oh. Oh. Ready for this? He had 86 receptions last year, 1,219 yards, and six TDs. He is very clearly, to me, the number one wide receiver on the Los Angeles Rams. Sean McVay dominating offense. And here's the beauty part of it. You can get him in the fourth round. You can get a wide receiver one in the fourth round. Tell me. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me. Tell me I'm wrong. This is so obvious that I can't believe people are disrespecting this man. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I would probably take him right there as well. Only solely because he was the sole reason why I won or lost the Sacco last year. <laughs> I w- Yeah, I was up by 20, I want to say, let me pull it up real quick here. Yeah, I was up by 25-ish points last year and only had Robert Woods left. And I was like, oh, it's fine. As long as he doesn't catch a million yards and score more than 25 points, I'll be fine. Uh, well, not only did he score that high amount of points. Like he, he even had a rushing touchdown. That yes. rushing touchdown in That's that game destroyed realize. me. He gets some rushing attempts. He had 19 rushing attempts for 157 yards and a TD last year. He put a little, put a little sprinkle of a rushing in there with fucking 1,200 yards. I'm, I'm straight up. This is what I'm doing. Control C, Control V. Copy paste that for this year. You got yourself a wide receiver one backbreaking, and you get it as your fourth. So to me. Robert Woods is the perfect consistency player. He's going to, you can build that floor. And then if you want to take a riskier shot on your one, take like a Tyreek Hill, take your Juju, someone else. You're like, yeah, I'm not quite sure, but we'll probably blow up. Well, a couple rounds later, you can put that floor down. Boom. Now you've got yourself a fucking stack. And then if you want to go crazy, you can get Jared Goff in the 10th round, stack up the QB wide receiver. Boom. Mm, Double points. Because... Brandon Cooks is a fantastic wide receiver. Yeah, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not denying. This is not, don't hear what I'm not saying kind of thing. It's Brandon Cooks is great. Cooper Cup is great. But Cooper Cup, they're going to limit his touches. He's coming back from that ACL tear. Mm-hmm. He dominated for me last year. Cooper Cup's mm-hmm. the red zone is the red zone guy. He's a big guy, 6'3", 200-something plus pounds. The dude's big. That's where he made his money last year was down on the red zone. And obviously, when you get down to the red zone, you got Todd Gurley. But they're going to be limiting Todd Gurley's touches. You know, they are talking about how in, in many of the games where Todd Gurley blew up were the games where the, the Rams were winning big and they just let Todd Gurley run the ball out. I think those touches are going to come back. You know, they're going to let Daryl Henderson, Malcolm Brown take some extra touches. Robert Woods is everything in between, man. You know, Cooks is your big bomb threat down the sideline. That's the thing. It's, it, he's boom or bust. I want that floor. Mm. I, you need that floor in your team. And I'm telling you, Robert Woods is the man to do it. You know, he stepped up when he, so he went from Buffalo to the Rams in the 2000, after the, in the 2017 season, he had 56 receptions, 780 yards and five TDs. You're like, all right. And then, went to the and then look at the step up. They lost. 30 extra receptions, another 500 yards and add a TD to it. You get yourself a wide receiver one. That's fucking beautiful. I, I'm, I. You think he's going to do more touchdowns? I would expect about six. Six seems right yeah. for that kind of offense. I 
I think the yardage is coming out. I, I'm going to say 80 receptions. I'm going to bring it up to about 1,300 yards. Dang, okay. I think he's going to be another wide receiver one. People are disrespecting him, and you can get him in the fourth round. That's a fucking steal to me. He's going he, to get all those yards when he's playing against me. Exactly. <laughs> I'm run a fucking train on you guys. All right, guys. That is our nah segment. Let's run them back. Evan? George Kittle? Leonard Fournette, stay the fuck away. Nah. Adam? I got Chris Godwin. And then the shitty Coltrane. Kevin (laughs) Coleman. Nah. My nah. Antonio Brown. All narrative street. This guy's going to ruin your team. If you pick him, your team's to shit. Yeah. And my Robert Woods. Thank you guys so much for joining our take two, which is now episode five. We're skipping over four. Um, check us out, fourthanddirty.com. Our boy Evan is eventually going to be getting those social media train up and running. So you're going to be here. Instagram, Facebook, maybe. I don't know about Facebook, but Instagram, Twitter. Definitely Instagram and Twitter because NFL news comes a lot through Twitter. So eventually you can check us out there. Again, go to fourthanddirty.com. We'll see you guys next week. This is Jesse. This is Evan. This is Adam. Bye.